Hey guys, welcome back to The Basic Witch. I think we're on episode 21. I'm pretty sure that's where we're at, but to be honest, I really don't know again. So, yeah. Today we are finishing up the tarot series. Um, this will be part three. And we'll do another more in-depth uh, session of tarot later on. Um, this is also going to have some updates about some other things going on in it too. Before we get into anything, I do want to take a moment to apologize for my absence here lately and my lacking on the coven, the online coven. Guys, I have had so much going on. I started a new job, which is technically my old job, and it's just been fucking intense. So, um, we will, I'll get more into all of those details here after we uh, wrap up the tarot section of it all, but... I really felt like I needed to take a moment and tell you guys I'm really fucking sorry. I have messages to answer. I have so much stuff, and that is so unlike me. Um, I just kind of let myself get consumed for a little bit. I was really in my head about a lot of things, and I'm just super fucking stressed. So, I am so sorry. I really hope you guys can forgive me for all of that. I really am sorry. So, let's go ahead and get this little um, ad out of the way, and then we will dive right into everything. So, hold up. Let's, here's my cheesy little ad. And we're back. A little more dramatic, I thought, that time. Okay. So, as a little recap, we've talked about basically what tarot is, and... Uh, reminding us not to get overwhelmed and it is it is overwhelming and not only like you know trying to remember like what all the cards mean and things like that but seriously it is overwhelming when you're reading someone's future I mean like I said I've been doing this for years and I still get overwhelmed sometimes because I know that that person that I'm reading doing a reading for is literally counting on me to tell them stuff and I mean even if you have a bad reading you shouldn't sugarcoat you need to be honest with them but it can still be overwhelming, you know? Uh, a few weeks ago, I did the festival, and I did it for three hours, ten hours straight, and it was just, oh my god. I was completely drained by the time I was done, like, just drained like a zombie. It was insane, but it was definitely worth it. Okay, so just remember to focus, clear your mind, and focus on what you're doing. Just kind of let the spirits talk to you. Let the energy around you talk to you. Let the cards talk and listen to them. We also talked about um, whether you should wrap your deck or not. Now, I always wrap mine in a red cloth. That's just me. You can do whatever you want. You can have them out freely. You can have them in their original box or container. You can wrap them in a cloth of a specific color. You can wrap them in just whatever fucking cloth you want. You can literally do whatever you want with it. There's no rule that says you have to do this with your fucking tarot cards, whatever. Seriously, guys, just do do whatever you feel. Don't let anything make you feel like you have to do it. You know, don't let anyone be like, oh, well, Cassie does this, so I have to do this. If that's what you're comfortable with, then do it. If you are not comfortable with the way I do it, then do it your own way. But just make it yours. Do what makes you know what's comfortable with you. Okay, cool. All right. So we talked about the cards and their meanings, and our you know the different families and the different types of cards, and um, starting off with a one card pull. 
and then you know like the most common past present future stuff like that and then we talked about um using a palm stone or something now i will always use a palm stone and i don't know that it's absolutely necessary it's just something that i feel more comfortable with like i honestly get kind of nervous and a little anxiety going on if i don't use my palm stone before i do a reading and it it's just a literally it's just a like a safety net for me like a um kind of like a uh, security blanket you know how we were kids we slept with security blankets that's kind of what it's like that's what my palm stone is like for me so i really enjoy it i think it's really important to have it just kind of helps me feel better and kind of eases my anxiety a little bit and you can pick whatever kind you want and you don't have to go and buy an actual palm stone you can literally use any stone that you want that you feel comfortable with or whatever you want to do i always carry stones <laughs> crystals and my bra um i always have one around my neck it's just that's just me that's who i am you guys do your own thing be yourself be what you feel um and when i say be yourself i don't mean like oh well you know these witches do this so i'm gonna do something completely different just because i have to be unique that's not what i mean i mean trust yourself trust your gut listen to your body your body's always giving you guys signs straight up always and when you're doing a reading you're gonna feel it and the cards may come up and and like to somebody who's not reading may not understand but when you're doing a reading a card may come up and you know what that card means based on like the textbook version of it but you may feel that it means something else in that situation and trust your gut because your gut's not gonna let you down you've been doing this for a long time <laughs> let me rephrase that you have been a witch for a long time even if you just started last week you've been a witch your whole life honestly you just haven't been a practicing witch it's always been inside of you and i will argue that over and over with anyone who wants to argue with me on that part I truly believe that we were born as witches and we we just aren't practicing witches until we embrace us embrace it you know I just that's that's my opinion and I'm gonna stick with it because I truly feel that I really really do and I know a thousand other witches who will tell you the same damn thing too so but trust your gut with all of this every bit of it always trust your gut actually every time in life trust your gut and we'll lay you down so let's talk about shuffling again because I want to um, touch base back with the whole shuffling concept and when you have a card that flies out I know I had mentioned this in uh, the previous episode and I honestly don't remember if my um, recording had cut out of that part because that's when I was having some trouble with the recording but when you're shuffling you're bound to have a card that flies out from time to time because to me that is the energy around me or the cards itself telling me that card is important so i'm literally shuffling them right now just to kind of see if one will pop out and it did and by golly there the fuck we are the double card just popped out at me the double card deals with addiction and negativity and honestly um <laughs> it's right on right now those of you who know me in real life and I, i've talked about this before i've dealt with addiction for several years now and um, i'll just go ahead and make it a fast recap 
I had some back issues that started when I was 18 from a car accident and then I had a tumor removed from my spinal cord and it was an accident two weeks to the day um, from the surgery after literally leaving the hospital my mom and I um, got into an accident so my back's always been pretty fucked up and they just kind of the doctors are always pumping you full of meds and they just keep up in it you know when that stops working when that high dose starts working then they give you more and they give you more and they give you more and at some point you just become addicted to it and I know a lot of people will look at me and see a girl who's covered in tattoos who is a witch and uh just me in general and think I'm on some hardcore drugs and I'm not I I've never done meth, I've never done coke, I've never done heroin, I've never done any of those things. But I was addicted to the hydrocodone, I'm not going to lie. I was for a very long time. And I struggled with it um, pretty fucking bad. I am good now, I'm clean. Uh, it's been a wonderful change in my life. I, um, I do take a medication for the back pain, but it's also a medication that protects me from any kind of... Uh, cravings I guess not really cravings but it it really does help me it I'm part of a program I see a counselor once a month a therapist and everything and um things have actually been really good but this medicine helps wonderfully because if I were to like try to take hydrocodone or something it actually wouldn't work because this medicine completely blocks that out and it's made it so much easier to get myself where I am today so um I just thought it was really I didn't mean to go off on that big tangent, but I thought it was really relative since the double card did come up. I, I thought it's something that obviously the universe and the energy here is wanting me to share with you guys. So here it is. I'm telling you my life stories. Not that you guys didn't already know, but here it is. <laughs> so now here's the thing. Well, that's my point with all of this is when you're shuffling, you're going to have cards that pop out from time to time. It, it just happens. It is just part of what it is. The cards will pop out sometimes and that is telling you that that card is coming out for a reason there's something that you need to know is the reason that card is coming out but what is it and i honestly have to tell you sorry just looking inside here my cat's like literally getting into every fucking thing up here no so when that happens it can mean a lot of different things and you have to trust your gut with what it's talking about now the card itself may have a, an extreme significance or just the fact that the timing came out so say that you're having a conversation with the person that you're reading for while you're shuffling the cards and they say something um for example like you know oh i'm worried about money or something like that or just something in general and then you have a card pop out that shows um so something you know regarding finances or something so say you're shuffling in there you're talking about being worried about money or whatever and the ace of pentacles pops out so it's kind of like a sign you know that hey things are going to be okay and you could take it with either you know the fact that you know add it into the reading or tell them look this card popped out for a reason it's telling me you know it came out right when you said you're worried about money and the ace of pentacles pops out a sign of prosperous beginnings and things are you know going to be on the uphill from here so you kind of just have to play it as it happens 
and I know that's not very helpful to you when I'm just saying it out in words, but as you're doing readings, you'll understand what I mean. Because you may have a card that pops up and has absolutely nothing to do with what they're talking about, but it's going to make sense when you start doing their reading. Like, it's almost like a bonus card in a way. Now, not every witch or tarot reader will look at it that way. Um, if you don't want to do it that way, that's 100% up to you. I've always done it that way. A Oh my gosh, she's probably, she had to be like in her late 70s, early 80s when she told me about that years and years ago. And she's pretty damn amazing at reading. She's just always been someone that I've always turned to, you know, when I questioned learning tarot and everything. So I really trust her when it comes to stuff like this. And um, she taught me a lot about that part of it. Back then, I really didn't know what, you know, that meant or what tarot was when I first met her and first, you know, got a reading from her. But now I understand. So we're all good. Now, as I'm literally sitting here shuffling, trying to even just get my cards back in order because they started, like, falling over. So, I'm just randomly picking them up and shuffle. And the Empress card popped up. And that's kind of important to me because I have some stuff going on right now that I needed that. You know, the creation, the nature, the mother, all of that. So, life's been crazy. And like I said, I'll, I'll catch you guys all up on all of that here towards the end. But, um... When those cards pop out and you're shuffling, they have a they have a purpose. They have a meaning. They're doing it for a specific reason. Either the energy around you, the cards themselves, or something is, is causing that card to pop out. So, trust your gut. Listen to it. Alright. Now, reverse cards. You'll notice I didn't talk about that in the first two episodes. Because reverse cards are a whole other ballgame. Some decks will come with a book that will tell you the reverse meaning of every single card. Some cards or decks will tell you that reverse um, cards just mean the opposite. And some will kind of just not tell you shit. So, um, honestly, it, you have to read it how you read it. And this is another one of those things where it's about following your gut, listening to your gut, and trusting your instincts. So when I do a reading, and I get an upside down card, and for the most part, I'm pretty careful about just leaving them the right way. I don't ever really like to um, to flip them just to be on the safe side, uh, just because it freaks people out more and everything else. But for the most part, I, I keep them all pretty well organized. But sometimes you're going to have a reverse card in there and have no idea how the fuck it got in there. Like... There have been times I literally went through and made sure every single card in my deck was facing the same way. And I'll do a reading and there's still one fucking card that is upside down and it freaks me out. Because like I know that they were all the right way right before that. So to me that is the universe's way of saying, um, hey, this message really needs to come through clear. So, for what I do, and for you guys, you literally can do it however, um, if your deck has a specific meaning for upside down cards, go with that. Like I said, each deck is different, so you're going to have different um, ways that, that's looked upon by the people who design the deck. I personally use like the reverse concept of it, like the opposite, but there are some times where when a card comes upside down while I'm doing a reading, 
that I feel that it, it doesn't have that reverse meaning or um, even the meaning of the regular way of the card. I feel like it's telling me something else. And you just got to trust your gut. And that's what 99.9% .9 of tarot reading is. Um, learning the cards is the 1% and trusting your gut to relate that information to the person you're reading for. And you have to have faith in yourself because you guys are amazing. And I know we've talked about this several times and I'm going to repeat it. And I sound like a broken fucking record on repeat. But you have to trust yourselves. You have to trust your gut because you are going to have such a better magical experience if you trust yourself. And it's not always easy. It's not. I know it's not. I second guess myself all the time. I keep literally doing it. I mean, I tell you guys all the time to trust your guts and stuff. And then here I am walking around life and double, double guessing myself, you know, and or second guessing myself and questioning everything. And I have to stop doing that. So that is our homework for this week, guys, is to start trusting ourselves more and stop second guessing ourselves because it's really important. Our bodies our minds, the energy around us, the spirits around us are telling us things for a reason, making us feel things for a reason. We have to listen to that. So with reverse cards, it's completely up to you how you go about them and, and approach them. But I will tell you, um, learning a whole second set is not super easy. I had one deck that had very complicated meanings for upside down cards and or reverse cards and, uh, it was like a lot of freaking ass work to try to remember all that, but it is what it is. So layouts. Now we've talked about different kinds of layouts and um, kind of stick them with the basic to get started doing a one card pull, a past, present, future, the three card pull, or doing a clarity spread, which is the four card pull. They get pretty intense with some of the different layouts and um, you can make your own layout too. I, I think I said that before. If you make your own layout, please take a picture of it and uh, mark what it means and everything. And then if you if you feel like it, please share it with us in the group or um, tag me on Instagram or email me or something. I just really want to see because I really think it's really cool. And I've actually um, learned a lot of you from using other people's layouts that they made and created and stuff. And uh, I really I've used them multiple times with some of my readings too. So. I'm always impressed by you guys and by the things you guys come up with. You guys are always, you know, I'm always getting awesome messages from you guys with cool shit. And um, I love the altar pictures. I love when you guys send me pictures of your altars. They're so cool. You guys are amazing. I just love it all. I love all of you guys so much. I literally could go on and on about how fucking badass awesome you guys are. But, yeah, layouts. Um, the reason I say to take a picture and write stuff down is because I have a bad habit of when I come up with and create a new layout forgetting what card meant what as far as like you know what it related to and then I'm like wait a minute what the hell did I do what was that one supposed to mean what the fuck so yeah definitely keep track of what you're doing with that part now when you're doing readings for someone just trust your gut like I said and I always start off with a past present future when I'm reading for someone just to kind of get a feel of their life in general because you can have someone sit down who is like a fucking wall is right between you guys and you can't read shit from them because they have all these walls up around them and they're just unreadable. So that's why I like to do a past, present, future to kind of break that ice and 
see if I can chisel away at that wall a little bit to get them to kind of relax and let their, not necessarily let their guard down because I don't want them to, you know, just kind of play into my hand or anything or go along with whatever I say just because they want to be done. But for the fact that I want to be able to connect with them. And some people you just can't, no matter how fucking hard you try, you just can't connect with them at all. So, all right. So this episode um, was kind of like the... Uh, sum it all up to tarot reading like I said I'll do a much longer episode on or a much more detailed episode on tarot later on um I do want to get some updates and stuff out here real quick or here at the end of this episode I do have another tiny little ad um I promised you guys I would not get political and I'm not I'm not expressing my beliefs in any way shape or form but this little 30 second ad is just a reminder about voting so um Here's that little tiny 30 second ad. Okay. Okay. And I'm back. Um, it's not the ad anymore. I promise. I do just want to add one more little tiny thing to that. I know I promised you guys I would never talk about politics on the show. And I'm technically not. I really am just encouraging you to vote because your voice truly is important and it absolutely deserves to be heard. So, with that said, let's get into the updates. Guys, I have been AWOL for a while. I'm sure you guys have noticed I have been just not myself, and probably wonder what the fuck's going on. Does Cassie just, like, forget about us? Did she ditch us? Like, what the fuck? So, here's the deal. I was so happy when I lost my job with COVID, um, with the COVID-19 situation. Not that I was happy that I lost it necessarily, because, you know, income is important, but my mental state stays. My mental health got a lot better because I didn't have to deal with the one person who truly made me feel like shit every single day. Like that was her goal every day was to make me feel like shit. So that part was wonderful, but financially not so wonderful. So years ago, I left Dollar General. I was assistant store manager. I worked there for five years and about five and a half years ago, I left. I just couldn't anymore. It's coming back. It was just too much. But they needed help. The store is, we are like so many employees short, sounding funny. The store is a mess and um, the people that are working there are trying so hard, but they there's just no help. And I thought, you know, I could just walk back in there, pick up like I never left as far as like, you know, knowing what to do and help out. So something just kept pulling to me. I mean, because I go to the store every day. I literally forget something every time. And end up going to the store every day. So, every day I've been in there, I kept getting this pull. Something just kept pulling at me and drawing me to come back. And I thought, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I left there for a reason. So, a few weeks ago, Travis and I were in there. And something just hit me. And I told my husband, I said, look, I need to go back and work there. I, I need to go. And he, of course, thought I was crazy for a few minutes. But... I did. So I went back. They offered me pretty good amount to um, come back. I basically walked back in as if I never left as far as knowing how to do everything and then my uh, job position and everything. I did get offered more money to come back, so that was super awesome, but I've just been overwhelmed. Um, my body is really killing me getting used to doing all this physical work again because it's not just staying at the cash register. There's a lot of um, stocking and 
a lot of things going on. Like literally this morning before 9 a.m., I'd already walked five miles around the store and I got there at seven. So that tells me anything. Plus, there's a lot of stressful stuff as far as running the store and um, all the financial parts of, you know, make sure everything's going right and everything correctly. And my boss is on vacation last week and this week. So it's kind of like being thrown to the wolves in a way and hoping that you remember everything. But I have a really amazing, actually two really amazing coworkers who really want to like just kick ass and do things the right way. And uh, they have so much drive and passion to, to be awesome. I mean, people, they just are awesome. I mean, let me rephrase that. They're awesome fucking people. Jill and Maddie are fucking amazing. They have so much drive and passion, you know, just not even about work, just in life. So that's made it easier for me to make this transition back to working there that I have these two amazing coworkers to um, keep me going and to give me that uh, kick in the ass I need to remember why I'm there and everything. So thank you, Jill and Maddie, if you guys ever listen to this. Thank you so much for being amazing. But with all of that said, guys, I my body is just not used to, you know, all of this yet. And it's it's been hard. It's not been easy. And if you know me in real life, you know that Travis and I are inseparable. So we've always worked the same shift, except for when the kids were very little. We did work opposite shifts for a little bit. But I am so used to being home with Travis every single night that when I first started, my first like 16 days were night shifts. And that is so hard for us. Thankfully, this week I'm on days. I think I'm going to get some more days. I only have to work one night. But my point is, it put me into a mental situation that I just was not coming out of. I went to this depression and I, you know, obviously I put on this fake face when I'm at work to try to make myself feel better, but all I want is to be home with Travis and when he's gone during the day and I'm home, it just literally, like I have daytime depression from not being with him and y'all can think I'm crazy or whatever, but it's not just, you know, like, oh, girls, you know, want to be up their boyfriend's ass or boys want to be up their girlfriend's ass or anything like that. We've been together for 21 years. Well, we got married after just a few months. Like, I honestly 100,000% believe that the universe put us together at the time, made everything happen at the time the way it did because we were meant to spend our lives together. We have big, the, the universe has big plans for us. I truly believe that. So I feel that that's why when we're not together, I have this serious depression going on. But things are getting better. We're starting to adjust. And we're, we're, we're working through it with everything. So I will absolutely be more active now that I'm getting everything back on track and getting schedules set up and everything like that. But guys, here's the thing. This store, now I know why I've been called there. This store has always been haunted, like straight up. We joked and called it the spirit there, Dolly. I really don't know her name. I do know that a lady died there years and years ago. I believe she was murdered in the parking lot. Um, I don't know any more details really than that. I just know that someone died there and I do believe she was murdered. But all the time little things would happen there and the most significant thing that's ever really happened was just this baby doll would always make noise. No matter, I mean, we'd always hear the dolls going off, especially Christmas time when we get special toys in for Christmas, constantly going off by itself. And it's kind of scary when that happens, you know. But the last few nights and days have been fucking intense. 
And I know now that I'm supposed to have been there. I was supposed to experience this, and I think that's why I was drawn to go back. So, nobody really noticed a whole lot of the stuff going on until I came back and started really getting active again. So, I think that she remembers me, obviously. But I think that that's part of why I'm supposed to be there. So she's been being active. People are starting to notice. And then the other night I'm standing in the aisle. It's probably like 9.30 at night. And I'm talking to my coworker Tom. He's on the floor doing some stocking stuff. You know, putting some product out. And I see this black mass. It's not very big at all. It's um, probably like a maybe five inches by four. I don't know. I can't even like guess because it shape shifted, but see it slowly floating in the aisle right in front of me. And then I see it kind of turn a little bit and kind of hover there and then shoot right by me. And I just got this cold chill when it went by me, the super cold chill. My arms were like ice and the hair on my arms were sticking up. The back of my neck was just like ice cold and the hair back there was standing up. It was just so freaky, but also calming. It's so weird. It's hard to describe, but it was crazy. So little things have been going on like this. Um, the doll's been going off in areas of the store where the doll's not even at. I've been hearing my name called. I've been hearing my bell go off up front when nobody's up there. Just lots of creepy shit. So today I had to open the store and I opened by myself because my cashier uh, or my other person couldn't be there. There was scheduling conflict. It's fine. It's not a big deal at all. Everything was kosher. I'm there by myself early in the morning. I'm sitting in the office doing some paperwork, getting stuff ready. And I hear things in the back room sound like our cart's moving. And then I hear what sounds like boxes moving and bags moving. And not like light stuff, like if a, a mouse or something were to gotten in there or the loose chipmunk, which is a whole nother story. We had a loose chipmunk in the store, but it wasn't that, that sound. These carts are heavy. Like they're on wheels, but they're probably each like five or 600 pounds, to be honest. I mean, they're fucking heavy. They're not easy to just move. So I can clearly hear that. And I'm a little like, oh my God, okay. And I'm telling myself everything's fine. It's not, there's nothing there, you know. So I go up to the front and... The store's still closed. I'm in there by myself. Most lights are off. It's dark outside. And we have a self-checkout thing that is not like a normal self-checkout. It's kind of weird. You have to use an app and everything else. But I'm getting things ready. And the self-checkout starts beeping. Like it's scanning items. And starts ringing stuff up. And then all of a sudden it says, DG Go customer needs assistance. That thing cannot say that unless someone physically pushes the button or scans something and it'll pop up. But someone literally has to be there. So I'm a little freaked out by what in the hell that was. I walked outside and smoked a cigarette after that because I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, there's no possible way for that thing to go off by itself at all. Like, none, nada, zero. So I get the store open, I've calmed down, the store's open, and I have a customer in there and her husband, and I I know these people from when I worked there before, they just come in all the time, you know, a lot of usual customers, so we're talking and they're back there by me, I'm putting tags out because a new ad started, so I'm putting tags out and 
I hear my bell go off at the register because I'm, I'm alone, so I'm on register and the floor and trying to do all the stuff. I hear my bell go off, so I'm thinking, oh, they must be ready or they need my help and can't find me or something, which I thought was obviously in the next aisle. So, yeah, I'll be right there. I go up there and there's nobody there at all. None. Nada. Nobody else in the store because I never heard the, the beep from the front door, so I knew nobody else was in the store. Like, okay, so I go back again, back to where I was, and the fucking bell rang again. And so I'm like, okay, be right there. And I turn the corner, and there are the only two people that are in the store. There's literally nobody at the register. The only two people that are in the store are there right next to me. And this happened multiple times. Like, the bell just kept ringing by itself. And it's not like a bell like you push, like anything could have pulled over, or, you know, knocked it over or anything. This is a fucking, like... Uh, butler bell like you know rich people you see them ring a little butler bell when they want their butler to come and get them some more fucking grapes and shit or whatever I don't know what rich people eat but you know what I'm talking about like a butler bell so you have to literally physically pick this motherfucker up and shake it to get it to ring I was freaking out as if that wasn't enough to make it eerie I'm by myself all day long till two then we have these security things at the door. You know when you go to the store and they have the security tags on them. Sometimes they're like a hard plastic thing. Sometimes it's just a little sticker. And um, if you don't, if the cashier doesn't rub it on that thing, then it could go off. Well, it was going off. And there was nobody going through. There was nothing up by it that could interfere. Literally no reason at all for that fucking thing to go off. There's not a short in it. It's never done it before. And it kept doing it today. It was so fucking weird. And then, like, I even tested it to make sure it wasn't, like, a malfunction or something. And took tags through, and it rang just fine. And then every now and then, you'd feel like a breeze go through, and that fucking thing would go off. So, it's just been, like, oh, my God day. But this is what I'm talking about, guys. I think this is why I was pulled to go back to Dollar General. I feel like something wanted, wanted me there, wants me there. And every time I go in there, I felt like it, that pull was getting stronger and stronger. Now, we're getting closer to silent, guys, which means the veil's thinning. And I really, truly feel like whatever is there is trying to attach to me or trying to call out to me or something. Like, it needs my help or something's up. Just something is just pulling me. All these signs are not coincidences. Something fucked up is going on there. So, literally, next week, I'll give you guys another update of what the hell's going on. Everything will be more up-to-date going on. I will be back on schedule with everything. Um, podcasts are going to be on Fridays for sure. They will all be posted by Friday. Sometimes it may be a day early just because, you know, surprise or whatever. But um, you hear my voice getting hoarse? It's because I've been talking so much to people today. It's crazy. But um, podcasts will definitely be up by Fridays from now on. I promise you. The online coven, I have to get some information out someone who's going to help me uh, maintain that. I think that's super awesome. I am looking for another moderator for the group on Facebook because my time is getting spread out. So I will need somebody. Um, if anybody wants to step up and help me out as a moderator on Facebook, I would super appreciate it. Just shoot me a message um, on Facebook and let me know if you're interested or whatever. My only rules, um, of course, I'll go over everything with you when we do it. You know, my most important rules are no politics, no, you know, trying to scam people, which none of you guys have, but several of the other groups I've been in are nothing but scam posts. Like, 
it's just so fucked up. It's so bad. Like, I just feel bad all these people falling for it. But um, I do need help. So I'm reaching out. A few more people had uh, asked me or talked to me, reached out to me about being on the council. If I've not gotten back with you, please send me another message. I'm so sorry. I literally, guys, like I said, these last few months have just been, uh, or last few weeks to a month have been kind of fucked up for me. And like I said, every time I went to the store for the last like three or four months, something has been pulling me. So when I go there, I feel kind of fucked up when I leave. So it's kind of throwing me off and things have just been crazy. So if you have any questions or you guys need me for anything, please always feel free to reach out. You can hit me up on Facebook. Find our group, The Basic Witch on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore. You can always email thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. And I think that's it for today. I did not mean to ramble on so long, but I really felt like I owed you guys a full update of what the hell's been going on with my life. So um, everything will be back to normal-ish now, whatever the fuck normal is, because what the hell is normal, to be honest. But what the fuck was that? Guys, I'm literally recording this and getting ready to close out, and I look out the door of the studio room that I'm sitting in. I just saw a fucking black figure walk by the door. I'm not even joking. I am fucking just like, oh my God, right now. I thought it was Travis, but he's outside putting Halloween decorations out. What the fuck? Oh my God. Sorry, I really should have just stopped recording before that. Oh my God. Holy fuck, that was weird. Okay, um, so <laughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for next week's episode of what the fuck is going on with Cassie's life and why is everything getting like way worse <laughs> as far as like stuff happening, crazy shit and scaring me. But, you know, I want to back up for a second. I shouldn't say scare me. It's not that it scares me. It more perplexes me, I guess. Um, I find it very intriguing and very drawn to it. And almost calming, which is so weird, but it is what it is. So, um, again, I didn't mean to ramble, and I didn't mean just to kind of freak out on you guys on there, but hit me up if you need anything, and I'm really sorry. Again, I really do deeply, deeply, deeply apologize for being AWOL for the past few weeks, but we are back on track. We are good, and I love all of you. You guys are badasses. You're amazing people, and you always make me feel so much better. Oh, my God, I forgot to tell you guys. Last thing, I swear. I'm so sorry. So, I don't know if you guys saw in the group the Facebook Messenger conversation I had with the kid who tried to scam me. I do want to say, I normally don't try to scare people with the fact that I'm a witch, but this kid was scamming me, or trying to scam me. He'd already sent messages out to some other of my friends trying to scam them, um, some people that I'm in a common group with trying to scam them. He had made the comments on the groups, you know, they do with, oh, this person helped me and blah, 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 and just text this number and we'll give you $5,000, bullshit like that. So, I had to have some fun with the kid. Um, I call him a kid, he's like in his 20s or whatever, but the motherfucker pissed me off. Don't try to scam me, you don't even know me, and then come at me and tell me that, you know, oh, you're not, he, you know, he's sorry, he didn't mean to try to scam me, and um, then lie and say that he didn't try to scam me after he admitted it. So, if you haven't read all the messages, go check it out in the Facebook group. The Basic Witch. It's fucking hilarious. I had me dying. I was literally 
like crying laughing when I was writing everything back to him. So that is it. I promise I'm not going to say, oh my God, one more thing. I promise I'm done. So um, thanks so much, guys. You guys rock. I fucking love every one of you guys. Reach out to me with anything you need. And if you sent me a message and I haven't responded yet, I'm catching all that up this week. I promise you. I'm so sorry. Remember, there's no wrong way to be a witch. Stay blessed. Peace out. Bless be, which is bye.